We usually hear about someone's struggle to success after they've made it to the top, after we already know their name. You never really hear about the struggle while it's happening. Welcome to the Facade Project. I'm breaking down the facades that people in LA put up just to make it in the entertainment industry. No more faking it till you make it with me. Open up and share your testimony. What's up, facaders? Today's guest is Erica Fletcher. I met her through Instagram using the power of social media. I didn't have a guest this week breaking the facade for you, um, so I was just using social media, lurking Instagram, trying to see if I could get a guest, and she was really responsive and actually did this day of, so shout out to Erica. She is a soon-to-be graduate at Mizzou, and upon graduation, will be moving to LA to start a full-time position as a media associate for Starcom. She is such a beautiful spirit and talks to me about who inspires her to keep going through the hardships and struggles in her life and how networking is so important in getting a job. She's only 20 years old, but has a hustle like no other. She's ready to break the facades. Are you? Welcome, Erica. I'm so happy that you joined me today on my podcast. And I would like to just start by doing a quick introduction of who you are. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Erica Fletcher, and I am currently a senior at the University of Missouri. Um, I'll be graduating this December. I'm majoring in journalism and minoring in Spanish. Um, And when I graduate, I'll be headed back to Los Angeles to work for media agency Starcom. That's amazing. So you said your major was broad, was it broadcast journalism or journalism? Um, So at our school, it's basically all under the same, um, like, building. So I'm in journalism, um, but I do strategic communications. Okay. But I've also had to learn, like, the skill set for broadcast and radio um, and then, like, digital and stuff like that, too. Okay, so your program is kind of like, it includes different departments and you can learn different skill sets and stuff like that. So you're very passionate about communication, would you say? Yes. Um, I've always been like a talker. Like when I was a kid, I just talked all the time, got in trouble for it in class and everything. Um, Now I'm older and I just realized that strong communication can do so much for a person um, and for people and for groups. Uh, And for me specifically, representation and communication is important. So I want to be a part of the change of adding people of color, especially women of color, um, Mm -hmm. into different communications for companies, um, agencies, and stuff like that. So that's what makes me want to do it, just to be better representation for our communities. Now, you said you got an internship in California. How did that How did that happen? What happened when you got to California and started your internship? Tell me a little bit about that. Actually, when I got the internship, um, so at my school, we have, we're the number one school for journalism. So we have a lot of recruiters that reach out and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So Starcom, um, it's a big media agency. It's actually number one um, under Publicis, which is one of like a big, it's a big parent company like Omnicom and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so Starcom has offices in Chicago, New York, L.A. Um, So the Chicago office reached out to us to see if anybody, like, wanted to interview for positions. And at that time, I was just interviewing for just a bunch of internships. It didn't really matter what it was or where I was going. Uh Um, The one that I was really interested in um, was not Starcom. Actually, it was another company. And I had got so far along in both of them. Like, my Starcom interviews, it would be, like, around the same time as the other ones. And I would just be like... Oh, I'm just I'm just preparing for this interview. Like it's not it's not that serious. So I took it a little like more relaxed, and I was more myself. Uh-huh. Um, and in the end, I got the offer from Starcom and not the other company. And I was like, hmm. But everything happens for a reason. I believe in that. Um, and so I 
to prep my location. And of course, I chose Los Angeles because who wouldn't choose Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. Um, And I came out there. And at first, I was really afraid. I'm like, I get really nervous at the beginning of a big change. And being from St. Louis, like, people sometimes recognize the city and everything, but it's not a city. Like, it's just, it's like everything's so spread out. But LA is like, there's stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely an adjustment. Um, but I came there with one of my, she's actually my roommate right now. Um, and she's in broadcast and intern with NBC Universal. So I had her, we were together. Um, and then we did an event where we worked for Stacey Ike. She's a TV host for Oprah Winfrey Network. Network. Yeah. She came out of our university. So we got to work with her um, at, one, at her first OCS media branches. So that was fun. Um, and yeah, it just, it was an amazing experience. I wouldn't, if anybody ever has the opportunity, I would say they definitely do it. Get out of your comfort zone because it was amazing. That's incredible. You said that you got to work with Stacey Ikes, who is a TV personality out here. Did you, when doing, when doing your internship, did you kind of realize like what you wanted to do, like as a career maybe? Yeah. So at Starcom, um, my specific, there's a lot of different clients um, that work, that we, the agency has. We have like Samsung, um, what else, Airbnb. Um, I worked for EA Gaming, so like FIFA, Madden, all that stuff. And so what we do specifically is take media, so the different advertisements and things, um, and we find ways to strategically place them on different sites to reach the target audience that they want to reach. Um, so like if you're seeing an ad on Facebook that's really tailored to you or an ad on your PlayStation that's really tailored to you for new games, that was probably from us because we handle all of their media. Um, so with that, like before I did that internship, that's something I had never had experience with. Mm-hmm. And so getting the opportunity to do it with Starcom, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it gave me a different idea of digital and how to communicate data and analytics to a person so where they understand it and comprehend it um, to better strategically reach people. And so I feel like that was a part of communication that I lacked um, and now I understand more how data and research and insights go into forming a great strategy for communication. Wow well I believe in the power of internships I'm telling you like you have to do internships through college even like out of college to see what you like but more importantly what you don't like so was there anything that you found that you just did not like when interning? That one's a hard one um I think so for me, I'm a very, very positive person. Like, even things that I don't like, I find a way to like them. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm always just like, I'm going to make the best out of this. Um, I think anything that I did not like from my internship experience, in a way, came from came from my lack of, like, initiative. Um, like, if there was something I didn't like, like, not just first getting there and not being a part of the community. Um, the only thing I could do about that is become a part of it myself. You know, I don't think that there was anything I didn't like about the company or about the people. That's why I'm coming back and working there. You know, like I loved it. Um, but it is very intimidating coming into a new place at when you're in college and just especially traveling, traveling to a new city across the country, um, and being without people, you know, in the workspace. Um, and then I think one of the things I didn't like is I was, one of two black women in the office. The other one um, was a very older woman. Um, so that was, that's a little frustrating, coming from a place where you can be around people of color, people that look like you all the time, um, and being in a place 
where you don't see that representation. Um, but for me, that just fuels my fire because that's exactly why I want to do it. So I love that you said that. Honestly, I can relate to that wholeheartedly because when I moved out here, like you said, I was around surrounded by so many like minded black professionals in my university and then coming out to California actually got the opportunity to work for Shark Tank and there was no people of color like at all there was like a couple Asians and um, no black people at all so I know that feeling of like being a fish out of water almost Um, I think it's amazing that you know you got an you got a full-time offer right I think that speaks to your work ethic and your character and who you are as a person so congratulations to you um why California though LA is so crazy right there's a lot of hustle and bustle here why do you feel like California LA is home for you so yes, California definitely is hustle and bustle and crazy and crazy expensive. And there's just so many people always going there. Um, but for me, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm just very led by really believing that everything has a purpose. Everything happens for a reason. I believe in God in my life and that he like fuels a lot of things for me. Um, and it's just weird. Like everything is so coincidental in my life. So like, I really wanted to go to UCLA and get out of state all of my life. But then I decided on journalism my senior year in high school. Um, and we have the number one school for journalism in state. So of course I stayed here. But then when I got the offer for LA, at first I was really afraid, um, just, just being in a bigger city, but then getting there, it just wasn't, it didn't intimidate me as much at all when I got there. Um, I'm in love with the people. I'm in love with the spaces that you're able to be put in. Um, I'm in love with the weather. It's always so nice. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, And then after being there, I think I see myself moving into entertainment um, within like the next five years, doing media for an entertainment company or switching into um, PR or corporate communications for an entertainment company, Um, hopefully black owned. Um, But yeah, so I think I think that LA gives me the most opportunity to do what I want to do um, in my long term goals. Well, honestly, when you're talking about goals and purpose, I think that's incredible. You're you're young, right? You're probably 22, maybe. 20. You're 20. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so you're graduating um, at a young age, and to be talking about all of these things like short term, long term goals and purpose, who grounds you? Like, how did you come to this fuel inside of you? Um, so for me, I'm a very humble person, I think. Um, and I think when people say they're humble, like, it's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like for me, um, my family hasn't always had everything. I've never, I've never had, nothing's ever really came easy to me. Um, I have been like very smart since I was a child, but I also love to read. Um, and I have like a big family, like I have five brothers and sisters. Um, I was blessed to be raised with both parents, but it was just not always easy for us. Um, so I just always knew as soon as I was able to get a job, I was going to get a job. And when I got when I was 16, I got a job and I've been working since then. Um, I've, I've worked really hard. Like I'm graduating college early um, this December. Like I just work hard in every aspect of my life because a lot of people find their way out of their situations. Um, and for me, my way out was hard work and just always doing what I can do the best I can do it, just working hard to get there. Um, and then I've always just really, really liked going to church. Like when I was a kid, like we stopped going because me and my siblings would complain about waking up early. Um, but then like I always wanted to go back. And so when I got older, I just started going on my own um, when I got my car. And then now, like, I, like when I came to L.A., I found my church home. And I don't know, for me, like I said, I think everybody should find something they believe in, whether it's like the universe, God, whatever you believe in. But for me, it, it is God. And that's what really keeps me pushing and keeps me going every day. And then the people around me, just seeing successful people who work hard um, 
and just always remembering where I came from and seeing where I see myself going. That's amazing, girlfriend. I sense all of the black girl magic in you and I love it. Um, I wanted to ask you something because I I came across your Instagram page and I was like, oh, wow. You know, I was like kind of like um, scouting to see who I can get on the facade project. And I ran I came across you and I loved all your positivity on your page and your bright um, energy and you know the quotes that you put up and um, I saw like you worked with like CNN and you went to different events and you got a mentor and things like that talk to me about that how did you even know to get a mentor right and to um, go to different workshops and build your professional skills not a lot of people realize that from a young age yeah I'll say I'm very very blessed um while, while attending a predominantly white institution isn't always the most fun, um, I will say like having a smaller population of black students has made us very tight-knit. We're only 7% of our um, campus, and I was just very involved in high school, so getting in college, I knew I wanted to be really involved, um, and as soon as I got there, um, I just, I don't know, I, I made friends, and they told me I needed to see at mentors, um, because that's what they did, and then they told me to join three organizations, one for professional purposes, one for community service, and then one just for fun that you enjoy doing. Um, so I did that, and above, like I joined literally like every organization I could my freshman year. Um, and luckily one of the organizations I joined was the National Association of Black Journalists, um, and that one has been really instrumental in me doing anything you see on my Instagram, really. Like um, every single year we go to a different city, and we see like different just different companies. That's where we saw CNN, visited Digitas, LBI, um, Ketchum PR, Square, 22 Squared. Um, I visited Starcom actually before I worked there in Chicago. Um, we've been to like New York. We're going to Washington, D.C. Um, we've been to Atlanta, like just a bunch of different cities. So um, I would say that's where most of that experience comes from. And I'm just really blessed to have been able to be a part of it. That's awesome. So going back to purpose, I know you mentioned that. Do you believe you have a purpose? And if so, what is it? I'm, I think about that a lot. I think about what is my purpose a lot. Um, and I try to sit because as much as we talked about, I think it's also important to listen. Um, and so I try to sit and figure it out. Um, and I don't know exactly what it is yet. I don't know. But I know that it's not. It's greater than me. And it's not for me. It's for people. Um, and it definitely has to do with making a change that's greater than me. Um, it might be something as simple as making a change for just women to get to college out of St. Louis um, or just, I don't know, inspiring other people, but I know I have a purpose. I'm just still trying to figure that one out. I think that we have several purposes. So I like how you said it may be this and maybe that. I don't believe we just have one, right? I think that we find many purposes throughout our lives and we build upon that and share that with others. So I love that you said that. Um, now I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about, you know, you're very positive. I can sense that from you. Um, but what about the hardships? What about the times where it hasn't been so easy for you? Talk about, you know, some of the struggles and hardships and how you get through that. Oh, yes. Um, I feel like there are so many times when it when it's hard, you know, like, um, okay, like my freshman year of college was hard. It was really hard. My, it was just coming into a new space, you know. It's like when you get used to being at the, the top senior year of high school, you finally risen to the top, and then you're just knocked right back down in college in a new space with people from all over. People are raised differently, um, so it's hard. And then you just have to really focus and, like, work and do it for you. It has, it's all for you at that point. It's not for anybody else. 
Um, and so my freshman year was just really hard trying to get used to that um, and being without people around me that genuinely care about me and care to see me get to where I'm going. Um, and so in times where it is hard, and even right now me trying to find like housing in LA and figuring out how I'm going to get there because I have to drive, it's a 24-hour drive, just me. Wow. Um, and I have to get, take stuff with me and what am I going to take and what am I going to leave and when am I going to come back to see my family? And I think that for me, what always keeps me going and like the only thing that helps me get through it is knowing the people that I have behind me because if it wasn't for me being able to call my best friends at 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. or literally some days like two weeks ago I had a problem at the bank where basically they took like $200 out of my account and we're not gonna give it back and like I was just so frustrated because I was like I'm trying to save money to get to LA and now I'm having all these problems it just all always happens at once and like I probably call my mom and like three of my friends probably like 15 times back to back and they answered every single time I called whether it was to cry or just to vent or just to tell them okay still not working like they answered every time and I think if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be able to be where I am because they always have my back whenever I need them to and I just I can't even explain how much I appreciate that yeah that's incredible. You know, people who are there for you in the toughest times and it just really shows, you know, how amazing and how incredible you are as a person, right? To have people who see that in you and see your potential and want to help get you there. It's really incredible. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So, um shifting gears a little bit my show is called the facade project and I think I think we all have facades right fronts that we put up we put our best face forward on social media we don't really share the kind of hardships that we go through and you know that's okay but at the same time I think it's important to if you don't realize that to realize it and to sometimes share it because it's really inspirational for other people to know that hey you're not alone like it is hard out here but keep going I believe in you so what do you think that your facade is um I would say that my facade and just a lot of people's is that I always have it together like mm. no people probably would never think that I don't have it together people pro I people tell me all the time like Erica you're just so dope and you're so amazing and I'm like there are times when I'm not even times like probably this whole semester I've cried like every single day over a guy like <laughs> being sad you know like and I people would never know that like it's just something I like I always keep things to myself especially with that like sometimes I don't even tell my best friends you know um just because I don't know I like to deal with things on my own because I don't want to put my negativity on other people either um but I think my society is that I just always have it together people think that I've always had it together um and definitely that would be it yeah how do you break the facade in your life though like how do you show your friends or family hey I, I don't have it all together I'm just like you I'm struggling like what do you do to yeah. kind of break that um I think for my I think for me so when it comes to social media I sometimes I make posts just like you said like I think it's important to be transparent um so sometimes I make posts where like I'll say like a little quote and then under, under it I'll explain like yes, I'm here, but I've done this, this, and this, or, like, I'll make a post saying, like, okay, I got a job, but I've had, like, 50 companies turn me down, like, back to back, so I thought it was over, but something came through, like, um, I think we have breakthroughs in our worst moments, but then when it comes to, like, my friends, I think it's probably, they're probably the first ones to see me not okay, um, 
they're probably the most the people that see me the most not okay are my friends they're the people that I go to for everything and I think with my family it's probably the hardest because I know that they have like their own things going on um and so I don't really like to talk about my problems especially because I feel like on a scale of theirs to mine I feel like mine are a lot more minuscule and I sometimes I feel like it's not worth me like even giving it to them because they have their own things going on Mm -hmm. Um, so for them I think it's the hardest but they definitely see the facade come down when I call them like crying because I wait until I'm like broken down and I'm like I need to talk now Um, right I like how you said that sometimes you post on your social media, you know, different quotes, because a lot of times people don't realize that that stuff inspires people. I I read this quote and it was like, even the people who pretend not to see you are inspired. So sometimes people don't even like your post or they keep scrolling. But if they saw that quote and it related to them, then, you know, you know, you're helping somebody. So that's really important to to post that kind of thing. And it's kind of the reason why I reached out to you. I'm like, okay, this is a like minded individual like me who's working hard and who shares light and positivity so um thank you for that and um who I wanted to know who inspires you the most I want to rephrase that who inspires you personally who inspires you professionally um yeah those two questions okay professionally who inspires me um think it will be a tie between Issa Rae and Oprah yes um, which are, yes it's probably so like basic but um like Oprah of course like I and, and it's crazy I didn't used to like Oprah didn't used to matter to me like I didn't it's not that I didn't like her it's just I didn't really care like everybody else was like oh Oprah but like I just didn't know I didn't watch like um the color purple and so I was a lot older so like just none of that stuff she just was like not on radar for me but um this year I actually started watching her 60 minute episodes um super soul are you talking about the super soul no her master class oh she has a master class I didn't know yes yeah so it's basically like this show um and she brings different people it's kind of it's kind of like this um but it's like it's like the post so hers is like um she brings somebody on who has completely mastered who they are and their purpose in life. Um, and she talks to them about how they think they got there and what, what was most important. And basically everything you're talking to me about now, but while I'm in it. Um, and so she did her own masterclass. Like she's talked to Steve Harvey and Kevin Hart stuff, but she sat down and she did one about herself. Um, and just all the things that she's been through in her life and just how, how everything works together to get her where she is was just very coincidental. And I feel like it's, much like my life I don't think I'm gonna be Oprah I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna be anything like Oprah but um it just helped me realize that like whatever my purpose is is coming um she just really inspires me to just keep working because if she's been through everything she's been through and is able to be the person she is then there's no reason why I can't be the person I'm gonna be um and then personally I don't know uh that one's a little harder I don't know who inspires me personally um I would say there's a lot of people. Okay, I'm going to just say two people. My, my, I'm just going to say my friends. My <laughs> friends, because I don't want anybody to get mad, because honestly, all of them, my friends, my friends back home who didn't go to school, um, did, like, didn't go off to college, they all make a way out of, out of no way. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on, like, they always make a way. Like, they're hard workers. Like, I recognize, and some people may not, but I, in my mind, I feel like they are more hardworking than me, because in a way, college was the easy way out. I, I got to go to school, keep going to class. And they've been here and working every single day and making ends meet no matter what. Um, And that's just very inspiring to me. Like I said, like when it comes to stuff like that, I just feel like I don't have room to complain about my problems because they 
they I've never heard them complain about anything um and they're just such hard workers and I really admire that about them and then my friends at school um they just always keep pushing like no matter what like deadlines like waking up for class when I don't want to get up for class but my roommates are getting up I'm like okay I need to go ahead and get up because if they have a 9am and I have a 9am and they can go that means I can go so um just yeah, I think it's so important to surround yourself with those kind of people too, just to, you know, see that like not everyone is in the same lane as you, but you have people who are working hard at their craft. Like you said, like maybe they didn't go to college, but they're working hard every day to make, you know, ends meet. And I kind of always get inspired by everyday people like that too, like my friends or yes. people that I meet even on my podcast that are, they have like this drive in them because of the people that they surround themselves with, which is so important. Um, and then in in the struggles too I find beauty in the struggle that's why I kind of created this I want to I want to open people up and talk about that struggle because everybody can relate to it everybody goes through it so thank you so much for sharing you know your personal testimony and the struggles that you've been through and who inspires you because that's so important and it's it's going to be shared with many people and um, yes of course yes so I kind of to wrap this up I have like a flash uh, a series of questions and I want you to okay. answer based on like the first thing that comes to your mind so okay. what makes you happy food <laughs> when <laughs> I love it when are you living your best life in the morning in the mornings who who grounds you what grounds you my family what is your dream success and happiness how do you define success? Uh, constantly changing, constantly growing, um, constantly perfecting yourself, um, and just being the best you every day. And finally, who do you think, or what do you think the biggest facades of our generation are? Um, that we're happy. We're not all happy. We're not all happy all the time. People... And I think that's problematic for mental health. So just probably that um, it's okay to not be okay. And that's something I live by and tell everybody it's okay to not be okay. But that's the biggest one, being happy all the time. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Chica. Where can my followers, listeners find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at the real Erica F. That's Erica with a K, not a C, with a K as me. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at States of America, America with a K, not a C. Um, and that's me. Yes, you can yes. find me anywhere, Erica Fletcher. But yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I really, really do. Oh, thank you for having me. I love this, and it's great, and you're going to be great, and this is going to just keep growing. Thank you so much. You've been listening to The Facade Project. Come be my guest. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Break the Facades. That is Break the Facades. And you can email us at BreakTheFacades at gmail.com. If you want to send a positive quote in, think of a resource for a guest, or tell me how you were impacted by the show. I'm your host, and as always, thank you for listening.